Hello and welcome to The Secret Chord Podcast. My name is Adam Jacobs. The Secret Chord explores spirituality through the lens of great music. Each episode explores a new artist and unpacks some of the hidden spiritual richness of the music and lyrics. Thanks for joining me. Let's listen. Hello all and welcome to episode 55 of The Secret Chord Podcast. I'm excited today to talk about James Marshall Hendrix, also known as the great Jimi Hendrix. He was actually born Johnny Allen Hendrix in November of 1942 in Seattle. He was a musician, singer, songwriter, and although his mainstream career spanned only four years, he is widely regarded as one of the most influential electric guitarists in the history of popular music and one of the most celebrated musicians of the 20th century. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame describes him as arguably the greatest instrumentalist in the history of rock music. The Jimi Hendrix Experience was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1992 and the UK Music Hall of Fame in 2005. Rolling Stone ranked the band's three studio albums, Are You Experienced, Access Bold as Love, and Electric Ladyland among the 100 greatest albums of all time, and they ranked Jimmy as the greatest guitarist of all time. Now, Jimmy was inspired by American rock and roll and electric blues. He loved overdriven amplifiers with high volume and gain, and helped to popularize the previously undesirable sounds caused by guitar amplifier feedback. He was also one of the first guitarists to make extensive use of tone-altering effects in mainstream rock, such as fuzz distortion, Octavia, wah-wah, and univibe. He was the first musician to use stereophonic phasing effects in recordings. Holly George Warren of Rolling Stone commented, Hendrix pioneered the use of the instrument as an electronic sound source. Players before him had experimented with feedback and distortion, but Hendrix turned those effects and others into a controlled, fluid vocabulary, every bit as personal as the blues with which he began. And just to get things started, I'm going to play you an excerpt from my very favorite Jimi Hendrix tune. This is a piece of One Rainy Wish by the great Jimi Hendrix. Love that, and never, ever get tired of it. Listen to what Guitar Player Magazine had to say about him back in May of 2012. He changed everything. What don't we owe Jimi Hendrix? For his monumental rebooting of guitar culture, standards of tone, technique, gear, signal processing, rhythm playing, soloing, stage presence, chord voicings, charisma, fashion, and composition... He is guitar hero number one. But it wasn't always like that. In fact, Jimi Hendrix had a very tough upbringing. 
After returning from the army, Jimmy's father's inability to find steady work left his family impoverished. His parents both struggled with alcohol and often fought when drunk. The violence sometimes drove Jimmy to hide in the closet in their home. His relationship with his brother Leon, who was born in 1948, was close but also painful as Leon was always in and out of foster care. They lived with an almost constant threat of fraternal separation. Jimmy had an additional three other siblings, all of whom were given up to foster care and or adoption. His family frequently moved, staying in cheap hotels and apartments around Seattle. And Jimmy was a shy and sensitive boy, and like many kids, he was deeply affected by his life experiences. In later years, he confided to a girlfriend that he had been the victim of sexual abuse by a man in a uniform. When Jimmy was nine years old, not surprisingly, his parents divorced. Okay, now at Horace Mann Elementary School in Seattle during the mid-1950s, Jimmy's habit of carrying a broom with him to emulate a guitar caught the attention of the school's social worker. After more than a year of his clinging to a broom like a security blanket, she wrote a letter requesting school funding intended for underprivileged children, insisting that leaving him without a guitar might result in psychological damage. Wow. And before Jimmy was 19 years old, law authorities had twice caught him riding in stolen cars. Given a choice between prison or joining the army, he later chose and enlisted on May 31st, 1961. And there, his apparent obsession with the instrument contributed to his neglect of his duties, which led to taunting and physical abuse from his peers, who at least once hid the guitar from him until he had begged for its return. Jimmy... Hendrix, literally loved his guitar. According to Jimmy, I decided to destroy my guitar at the end of a song as a sacrifice. You sacrifice things you love, and I love my guitar. Now let's play a tune off of Axis Bold as Love, which was created in 1967. This is Castles Made of Sand by the great Jimi Hendrix. As she slams the door in his trunk face And now he stands outside And all the neighbors start to gossip and drool He cries, oh girl, you must be mad What happened to the sweet love you and me had? Against the door he leans and starts a scene And his tears fall and burn in garden green And so castles made of sand Fall in the sea eventually. A little Indian brave who, before he was ten, played war games in the woods with his Indian friends. And he built a dream that when he grew up, he would be a fearless warrior and Indian chief. Many moons passed, and more the dream grew stronger till tomorrow he would sing his first war song and fight his first battle. Something went wrong, surprise attack, killed him in his sleep that night. And so castles made of sand melts into the sea. Even- 
to the edge of the shore and to her legs she smiled you won't hear me no more but then a sight she never seen made her jump and say look a golden winged ship is passing my way and it really didn't have to stop it just kept on going and so castles made of sand slips into the sea What an amazing and brilliant song. Musically, the song is fascinating. To me, it almost sounds like a psychedelic version of the very early antecedents of rap in the verses. With the relatively simple and sparse background of his trio, which by the way is Mitch Mitchell on drums and Noel Redding on bass, on the choruses, the bass and drums drop out, leaving Jimmy and his guitar. It's super catchy and poignant feeling. I don't know where he got it from. His style seems to have popped into existence out of nowhere. The song is also semi-autobiographical. Jimmy sings, Down the street you can hear her scream, You're a disgrace, as she slams the door in his drunken face. And now he stands outside and all the neighbors start to gossip and drool. He cries, Oh girl, you must be mad. What happened to the sweet love you and me had? Against the door he leans and starts a scene, and his tears fall and burn the garden green. And so castles made of sand fall in the sea, eventually. He's right, of course, and it's a classic message. Don't build on a foundation that will not hold. Build on solid rock, not unusable sand. And more than that, Build the timeless, transcendent aspects of your life, the ones that cannot and will not fall into the sea. I'm reminded of a line from Stevie Wonder's tune, Overjoyed, where he says, Over time, I've been building my castle of love. Yep, that's the right idea. Or as King David wrote in Psalm 62, For the conductor of music. He is truly my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Well, the Almighty is the ultimate castle and the smartest place to invest. That which is eternal won't end up at the bottom of the ocean. So while it's true that Jimmy went through a lot, he managed to find refuge in his instruments and music and ultimately, I believe, became a deep and profound person. It's really astounding that he was only on the world stage for such a limited time. But look at the impact. He went from nothing to headlining Woodstock in the span of three years. And speaking of Woodstock, many people agree that it was his most iconic performance. 
I'd like to play the opening number from that show to demonstrate A, his ferocious musical prowess at that time, and B, his dedication to a transcendent ideal. This version was actually done live at the Fillmore East in 1970. This is Message to Love, once again, by the great Jimi Hendrix. Brilliant, awesome tune. 
Jimmy's playing here is just incendiary, and I can hear legions of toddler metalheads foaming at the mouth over where this can all go. It's just so funky, so intense, and so rich musically. I also love the slower section where he scats along with his guitar. It's so cool and so original. On top of that, the lyrics are deep and spiritual. He says, Well, I travel at the speed of a reborn man. I got a lot of love to give from the mirrors of my hand. I send a message of love. Don't you run away. Look at your heart, baby. Come along with me today. Well, I am what I am. Thank God. Some people just don't understand. Help them, God. That's pretty spiritual. There you have it. <laughs> the number one guitar hero of all time is not above singing about love and asking God to help others to find themselves and feel it too. How fantastic is that? Sadly, Jimmy's problems didn't vanish and he passed away that same year at the crazy young age of 27. I'd like to think that his music brought him to a much higher place and helped him to transcend all the pain of his youth, transforming his castles of sand into a message of love. And those are my thoughts about the great Jimi Hendrix, his music, and his spirituality. Hope you've enjoyed listening, and as always, we'll be back with more music and more ideas. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast on any of the major podcasting platforms and feel free to leave a comment or a review. To support us, please visit our Patreon account. And if you would like to communicate with me directly with questions or comments, please feel free to email me at ajacobs at That's ajacobs at aish.com. 